0: Welcome to On Texas Football. I'm Bobby Burton, your host, joined today by Coach Brian Irwin. Uh, Brian is, uh, Coach Irwin is uh, joining us each and every Monday. Uh, it's gonna be a segment called Lunch with the Coach. We're gonna break down the previous weekend's games. Uh, Texas beats a Louisiana Monroe 52 to 10 uh, on Saturday night. Uh, Coach, what were your initial thoughts?
1: Really pleased. I thought we played uh, well. I thought we played hard uh, over all the team's speed. Uh, looks much improved, uh, you know. Defensively, the cohesion, the speed, the effort—it was there. Offensively, you know, maybe not quite as clean as we we would hope, but uh, overall, very pleased. Um, all three phases of the game, uh, from a cohesion and unit standpoint.
0: I want to start with Quinn Ewers because I, clearly the the most impactful position on the field, right? Mm-hmm. Um, Starts off with two, I think, ill-advised throws. The first one could have been picked. The second one was, but after that, and Sarkeesian mentioned this in the preseason, was his ability to just it almost. And Rod Babers mentioned this in the post-game. It's almost like he's a cornerback, right? Where you put the last one out and go play the next one. Yeah. I thought he did that really well. What do you What do you think of that as a coach and and seeing him do that? Oh,
1: the mentality he had, you know, he was – he you could tell on the sideline when Sark was talking to him. Sark did a great job of handling right there. Didn't undress him. Just calmly said, hey, let's don't make that throw back across the field late and uh, let's learn from it and, and move on. You know, he, there's going to be plenty of learning opportunities uh, throughout the season. It's not going to be the last interception he throws. Uh, he's going to throw more. Uh, but, you know, so is Tom Brady. Uh, it's its, it's going to happen. Um I, I really like the way he responded. I do. I like the way he responded. He, he had poise under pressure. And uh, I'm th- just like this look right here. The way he can throw the ball at, on any platform, the way he can throw the ball without stepping into the ball, how he, how he basically leads with his lead foot, uh, very short. He's not long. Um, he makes that lead before he ac- actually separates from the ball, creates a tremendously quick release. Uh, he's efficient. You know, this throw right down the middle, I believe, to to uh Jatavian Sanders. Some of the quick RPO things, you know, he's throwing outside. The guy's feet, when I watch him throw, I, I found myself just rewinding and going back to his feet. And to see what, what his feet look like, they're he, he's he's uncanny. I mean, this is this guy can he's got it and he's gonna get real good.
0: Yeah. I mean, I think I came away with the same feeling. Is that we're just seeing a maturation process. It's the first yep. step. I mean, it's the first guy, first time he's played in a college game that mattered, right? or yep. where he was a focal point of it. Uh, mm-hmm. you know, and the other thing you mentioned those those quick RPO throws, he he flicks it out there. It's he doesn't require a full step to be accurate. And no. I was talking with Rod again uh, at the uh, after the game. And he said that it gives them that split second more to do something after the fact. Right. And it allows so much more. Uh, Brian, uh, you hit on Jatavian Sanders. You and I talked a little bit prior to this interview and you wanted to talk a little bit about what JT Sanders meant to the passing game uh, last night and just what you saw there.
1: it kind of goes back to the spring game when we saw him, you know, that's, this guy's going to be really, really good. And we saw, you know, again last night, uh, he's, he and McQuinn obviously have a great chemistry already. Uh, he's going to be able to catch the flat balls. He's going to be able to catch the balls over the middle. He's going to be able to catch them down the seam. He's going to be able to catch the corner routes. He's going to be a handful for, for defenses. So um, the guy's good. He's fitting into the run game. I, you know, I watched him quite a bit uh, fitting in the run game. He's, he's physical. He does a, Does a nice job there. So to watch him and his maturation process is also going to be a lot of fun.
0: Yeah, and and he becoming a focal point means even more because we we received word uh, on Saturday night that Jalil Billingsley is out for six weeks uh, with uh, an NCAA issue. Uh, So it it means even more. Um, What do you think of his – how much does he add – to that spot and run after catch? Because Cole Brewer – or Cade Brewer, excuse me, four- or five-year starter, very steady tight end for Texas, not necessarily a run-after-the-catch guy. What, yeah. what what element does that really bring to the offense um, overall?
1: It brings a ton. You know, you can throw the ball short of the chains. Uh, you know, it's third and seven. You can throw it for five and, and count on him to get the other two, you know, two-and-a-half yards. That's where it comes in huge, you know, in the red zone. You know, you throw it short of the goal line, then he reaches across and, and gets to the goal line. I noticed a couple of times when when um, we were in four wides, he was part of that. It was still 11 personnel, but we were in four wides, and they, they split him out to the single side. So, look for that, you know, in the future, like down the red zone. Um will throw fade balls to him because he's so big, and then obviously people overplay the fade. We can come back and throw the slant to him, which is going to be unstoppable.
0: Um talking with Brian Irwin, Coach Brian Irwin, uh, two-time state champion, uh, head football coach in the Texas high school ranks uh, for uh, lunch with the coach for Inside Texas and on Texas football. Uh, coach, I, I want to ask you um, uh, another thing that I, I felt like uh, was uh, of importance, and that's Demarvian Overshone kind of just uh, being, I don't want to say unleashed, because that sounds like it's something, but but really, I thought PK, uh, Pete Kwiatkowski, defense coordinator, did a good job this offseason getting the defense prepared to put overshone in a place to make an impact in the game instead of putting him in a stationary position where you have to absorb blocks.
1: Yeah, he, he really has. Uh, like, like what we see the defense, the multiplicity that we have there, uh, overshone showed out last night. I mean, he was all over the place. I'm not sure how many tackles he ended up with, probably eight to 10, somewhere in there. Um, you know, he was active in special teams as well. He made a big big tackle there. Uh, but, you know, the the one where he came off the edge, I mean, they run the naked bootleg, and the quarterback's going to walk in the end zone because the front side, outside backer that was coming off the edge was, you know, fooled a little bit, and Overshawn tackled him from behind. So that was a touchdown-saving tackle there. and I mean, he was just flying off the edge. Uh, but, yeah, it was fun to see him playing, you know, kind of a stacked – Backer, uh, normal down at distance, and then then when we knew it was you know passing situations, move him up on the line, let him get after it. Be a good rush edge. Uh, he did jump off sides at one time. Uh, he's got to be careful there. You get more discipline there. Can't give him an easy five.
0: Uh, before I get further into the defense, I want to. You just hit on something that I immediately want to talk about. Just five penalties in the first game of the season. Yeah, a head football coach will likely take that every 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 single year in the first game, right?
1: No doubt, no doubt. I'm not. i probably two or three of those were on that one bad drive we had where we ended up kind of going backwards there, right before the half, uh, or maybe five or six minutes before the half. Um, we thought we were going to you know go down the
0: score there, and and I get, I think we ended
1: up kicking a field goal in that drive.
0: Yeah, it's one of those things that that small things add up, right? Yeah. Um, going back to defense, uh, you you mentioned the effort and speed. Mm-hmm. Um, it, I felt like they played together more. Uh, yeah. They they seemed to have more uh, not game tackles is an easy way to put it, but I just felt like there was more overall cohesion on the back end, uh, more up front, um, and and I I felt pretty good about what the, what we saw from the defense. You take away that eighty three yard drive to end the game or second the last drive of the game, I mean, they would have ended up with 175 yards of total offense. Seeking the truth
1: never gets old. Introducing June's Journey, the free-to-play mobile game that will immerse you in a thrilling murder mystery. Join June Parker as she uncovers hidden objects and clues to solve her sister's death in a beautifully illustrated world set in the roaring 20s. With new chapters added every week, the excitement never ends download June's journey now on your android or ios device or play on pc through facebook games yeah yeah I, that's those the three words i had written down to describe our defense was effort speed and cohesion is exactly what you just said uh, those are the three words that i i took away from uh, we can build off of that we're going to get better this team's and this defense is going to get a lot better and uh, the speed that we've got the, the front four the ability to, you know, finally saw us compressing space much better last night. And uh, we continue to compress space in the run game. Um, um, Gil Gilbo, I think I'm pronouncing that r- maybe right or wrong. I'm not sure. But it, the, the outside, you know, back of the nickelback played really well for a freshman. And um, he'll, he's going to continue to get better. But, uh, yeah, I mean, the effort, the cohesion, the the speed, we're fast. And we're much faster and much deeper than we were last year.
0: Um, Barron Sorrell had a sack and yeah. a half, two sacks, whatever you want to call it, uh, yeah. in the game. That provided a pass rush. Ke'Andre Coburn got a sack. Uh They moved Ethan Burke, the true freshman from Westlake, into almost feel like a stand-up middle line.
1: Yeah, I, I saw unique that. things things last night. Yeah, a lot of unique looks, and um, it's good to see, you know, those guys coming off the edge against some pressure, as well as those guys in the middle really, Getting a push and and compressing space, uh, and then and then of course over Sean you know fitting in there and doing what he does. So, um, I I liked what I saw from a defensive standpoint. The effort was there were a couple play. I'm like you know that's that's not great effort there, um, but uh, you know by and large they were we were flying around coming out of our skin trying to get to the ball.
0: Well, one of the things that I want to do every week uh, here on lunch with the coach is ask you some coaching points, some finer points that you see that you think Texas may need uh, to improve on as well, not just it can't be all sunshine and roses, right? Right. Um, what are some of the things that you saw that you'd like to see improved?
1: I think defensively um, concern that that I saw that, that i like to see improved is, is the Mike Backer play. Um, wasn't uh, around the football uh, as much as I thought he should have been, uh, missed a couple tackles. Uh, we we've got it. We've got to get better there. We got to improve there. It's game one. Um, you know, Jalen Ford. He, he he looks great. He runs. He's going to be. He finished the season great last year. We know he can play. Uh, just didn't have his best game last night. But that position has to be there. That that guy's got to fit in the inside run game. And um, I want to see you know a guy step up right there and play. We got to get more production out of that position. Um gotcha. I, I was. Thoroughly impressed with uh, number 30, Devin Richardson, at the end of the game. That guy made some plays at, at the Mike Backer position, right? Now he's sitting number three, but he may not be sitting number three for long.
0: Well, that's good. I mean, I think he had uh, two or three tackles within a, a, a very short uh, series yep. of uh, plays. I had a, another question. Any other things that you saw that you say, hey, this has got to be corrected or this is something Sark you think will be pinpointing for improvement?
1: Yeah, and I should have mentioned this first because this is definitely number one in my mind, uh, more more so than the Mike Bakr way. It's, it's the punting position. We, the punting position, um, it's a concern. Um, we, you know, we dropped the, the punt, um, didn't didn't get it off. Ended up getting a ten yard punt out of it or whatever, uh, and then we replaced him. And uh, I didn't see a lot of confidence back there. Um, we we've got to be able to snap. And protect and, and punt the football. Now the snap and the protection wasn't the problem and the coverage wasn't the problem. We've got to be able to punt the football, you know, 40, 45 yards down the field uh with a good hang time. But first of all, we got to catch the the deep snap. So there's a little bit of concern there with, with the punter. Um hopefully we improve that. Obviously, the dropping the the snap and the hold uh for the kicker. Um kind of it's it's bad because it kind of still creates doubt. On the on the kicker standpoint too, right? So we're not we're not real sure, but he did hit a you know nice forty two yarder, Bert Auburn. Auburn, did. that was a beautiful kick. So um, the second one, you'd like to see him kick that thing through the second half with a good hold. Um, so that's probably the two biggest concerns I had coming out of the game.
0: Yeah, I think those are all fair. Uh, speaking with uh, Brian Irwin, our, our lunch with the coach co-host here, um, Brian, you, you look towards Alabama. Uh, uh, they are the juggernaut of college football, or have been for a decade, right? They're the ones that everybody circles and says, "Oh boy, they're coming to town." Um, what are your thoughts on uh, that as Steve Sarkeesian and his group try to start preparing for that this week?
1: I think don't put too much don't put too much emphasis. We're going to put a lot of emphasis on it. The media is going to put a lot of emphasis on it. College game day is going to put a lot of emphasis on it. Sarkeesian is not. He, he's going to go in there. They're going to coach today and tomorrow and the next day like we're playing somebody else. Uh, he, he's not going to put too much emphasis on this game. Let's take care of our stuff. Let's fix what we got to fix. Let's make the corrections we got to make. You know, one point I was going to also say, you know, as a coaching staff, I promise you, they went in today. Our motto was when you ever had a win like that, where you really feel good, you kind of dominate, is you got to go in and you got to watch the film. And you got you got to critique like we lost the game. You can't watch the film with this feel good attitude. You have to watch the game like we lost. You got to be that critical of of the mistakes, um, the the misalignments, the bad steps, things like that. So let's let's fix. That's what that's what he's going to talk about. Is let's fix. Let's correct what we've got to do. Let's focus on Texas, and let's get better this week. Yeah. We'll, we'll, we've got to look at some Alabama stuff. we got to, we got to get their schemes down. we got to know their tendencies, and uh, know their strengths and weaknesses. But the majority of what he's going to emphasize is let's take care of Texas. Let's beat Texas. And if we play our best, our best can be good enough. It can. Our best can be good enough to pull off an upset.
0: Yeah, I, I tell you what, uh, there are a lot of people, including myself, that don't give Texas much of a chance this weekend. I mean, I, it, it's just the way it is, right? Because yeah. you look at a, a team coming to town with a, a great quarterback, a great running back, two edge rushers that are as good as any in the country. It it's, it, it looks like a tall order, right? Uh, at the same time, you know, it, football's not round, so it doesn't bounce perfectly every time, uh, and things can happen, right?
1: Yeah, no doubt. I'll tell you, the mentality you probably have as a coach and staff I always had when I went into these situations where it didn't look good on, you know, Saturday or Sunday morning, when you turn on that, that opponent video, and you're going, Oh my geez, you know, this, these guys are good. Uh, and we don't really stand a chance. Uh, but I promise you by Thursday, by Friday night, they're going to believe that, that they can win. You play the game, you're going to line up and you're going to play the game. And, uh, Texas is talented enough. Again, if Texas delivers their best, they they can win the game. I mean, there's 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 no doubt about that. I mean, it's you're going to tee it up, and you're going to play.
0: I want to ask you one final question here on lunch with the coach, um, Brian. You you and I talked preseason. You went to the open practice. You and I sat together at that and watched that. You you've uh, followed Texas. You went to the spring game. All of this stuff. Given what you saw. This weekend, this past weekend against ULM, did they meet expectations, slightly exceed it? Um, What is the maturate? What do you see as the maturation of of Quinn Ewers and his performance? Meld all of that together and tell me does this team look as good or better than expected, or do they have more work than you expected uh, heading into the rest of the season now?
1: I think they met. Uh, Expectations. Our expectations are 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 high and getting higher. Um, We we expected to have a good football team this year. Like you know, Eric said, maybe we're one year away. Well, one year away from really competing with the top five or six teams in the country. Um, I don't think we're a year away from from having a chance to win a Big Twelve championship. Um, We've got to get a lot better, but we're going to, you know, week in and week out. But I think from an expectation standpoint, we met it. I like what I see. I like the speed, the effort, the cohesion on defense. We know offensively we're, we're going to be solid. We're going to be good. We're going to score points. Uh, and then special teams-wise, I, I, a little bit negative on the punt and the kicking situation. But from a unit standpoint, wow, we blocked a punt. We had, you know, had a couple of nice punt returns. Kickoff coverage looked great. Uh, the The special team units, I mean, they're electric. They're they're good, and, and they believe in what Coach Banks is teaching. You can see that. So, I like this team. I think we're going to get better. Uh, I think the sky's the limit, and um, we'll see what happens.
0: Yeah. All right. Uh, with uh, Brian Irwin, Coach Brian Irwin, two-time state championship coach of the uh, Lamarck Cougars, uh, a number of stops around uh, the Texas high school ranks, also a University of Texas graduate. Um at, who I've known for almost 30 years now, which uh, yeah. uh, both of us uh, kind of shake our heads in disbelief at that sometimes. Yeah. <laughs> We've got grown kids in college. Exactly. Uh, yeah. Yeah. So it, It's kind of crazy for us since we first met back in school. Uh, but uh, I want I to say one more thing before we got going, and that's this. Um, big, big, com- big week coming up. Recruiting is going to be huge this weekend. Going to be dozens of kids on campus uh, for Texas the Longhorns need to put up a good fight. they yep. they got to show some things. They don't have to be perfect. No mm-hmm. one expects anybody to be perfect in a game like this where there's going to be guys lining up across from you that are sometimes just better. Mm-hmm. Uh, but the guys got to give it everything they've got and leave it on the field because that will that will matter as much or more sometimes than the outcome of a game that you're expected not to not to be there. Um, for Brian Owen, thanks, Coach. I appreciate you. Um, this has been lunch with the coach. Uh, we'll see you again next week, Brian. Take care, bud. I know you're. I know you're coming down for the game. Uh, yep. It should be. A, it should be a big one. Uh, you're going to need a hat, though. <laughs> because it's be hot. At Eleven o'clock and the sun's yep. been coming down on.
1: <laughs> you're not. You're no kidding about that. It's going to be hot. <laughs> All right. Take care now. You bet. All right. Thank you, All Bobby. Right.